morning, good morning, welcome, welcome, I am the great one, I am the great one, yes I am, I'm grateful for another opportunity, another day, another week, family, we about to start another great week, it's Monday morning, you know what it is man, a typical ride to work on a Monday morning, a typical conversation, hope y'all taking care of yourself out there, hope y'all feeling nice, and refresh from the weekend, getting ready to start this week and go to the job and be great because we always going to be great. We the great ones. We the great ones. We claim that. We speak that. We the great ones. But I hope you know, hope God taking care of yourself, man, all across the board, mentally, spiritually, financially, emotionally, all that. I hope y'all taking care of yourself with them pollen and the sinuses and everything because they had your board down. But you know, a little um, Zyrtec or whatever you take or whatever, get your body right because that, that pollen and them sinuses ain't as a fool, man. It's crazy with that. But um, I had a great weekend, man. I had a a great weekend, man. I visited some places that I always wanted to go. Um, went to a, a high school championship game, man. It's beautiful, man. I didn't like the fact that. I mean, my, my personal opinion, I believe that the crowd, the stands could have been a little more packed with the support for the kids because um, it seems like we don't show up in numbers for the kids that are doing the, 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 the positive things and the right things that's doing it the right way. I think we have more people at the cookout with Lil' Junebug get released from juvenile detention or, or, or uh, uh, Big Money or Big 20 or something come out of prison that the, the cookout seemed to be a little more packed than these kids out here going for three championships in a row. That's a blessing, man. That's history. I, I'm just grateful that I was a part of history just to see that, man. The excitement in these kids' face and the and the effort and the hard work that they put in on this season to win three championships in a row. I mean, I'm from Charleston, South Carolina, where our school only did it twice, and they did it three times, man, in a row. That's amazing, discipline, hard work, man. But um, anyway, but shouts out to Military Magnet, man. Shouts out to Military Magnet, man. But anyway, that's not what I really wanted to come on here and talk about, man. What I really wanted to get on here and talk about, but listen, everything I'm about to say, some might argue and say this is my opinion, but this my facts and this stuff, and I'm talking about my family. You see what I'm saying? I'm talking about family. And before I even get into this, this is no shots, no disrespect, or or to, to take a shot at anybody or anything, because if I have an issue with anybody, I can reach out to them and have a conversation. So this is not that. I'm not using the platform to degrade my family or any other family, but what I use my platform to do is bring awareness to certain things to get better i don't bring nothing on my platform for negativity to cause riff for beef for drama i don't do that that's never been my platform and if somebody take it as that i apologize my apologies because that's definitely not the way that this is intended for but my topic today is going to be on families now i grew up in the south like i said before i grew up in south carolina down in a place called Edistos, Hollywood, South Carolina. I'm talking about we down in the country, country, baby. 
we might got mm, maybe one traffic light, maybe one grocery store, one gas station. Yeah, we down in the country with the well water, baby. We ain't got that city. We talking about the outside pumps and stuff. But we're going to talk about that another time. And I'm proud of where I come from. I stand on it. I represent it. I love the opportunity. I love the lessons that I got growing up in the country. But that's not what it's about. This is talking about families, you know. And I was studying this for a while. And I was talking to people for a while about how the family dynamic has switched. And the family dynamic... Um, it ain't the same like it used to be, right? But what I'm, and before I go that far, before I go any further, I always say this. We used to say, we always say, back when things were good, when Big Mama was there, and 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 we used to have good times, and people used to actually come to the cookouts and have a good time. And I always said, was stuff really ever always good? Uh, Big Mama and the older people in the family were great buffers at buffing things and sweeping things under the rug or keeping things under control or whatever it was. I'm not saying it's bad or good. I'm just saying. But now, as as a as a as a as a family, when you start to look back at your family history and your family, my family, and you start to peel back the layers and peel back the books and the covers. You start to understand and you start to see there's a lot of issues. There's a lot of issues in families. Because case in point, growing up, a lot of people had a hierarchy or whatever where they had the older kids would look after the younger kids or whatever the case may be. And and and, and they would I guess discipline or whatever. Now now contrary to what people believe I truly believe that people have favorite kids or kids that they feel that are they they, they deem more worthy or they look more to be successful that's me I believe that and I see that you know because I hear certain conversation where I hear some people project certain things or that one gonna be like your daddy or that uh, this one that could be my this could be my football player I've been basketball player and I see these things and one thing I learned growing up, see, when I was growing up, I was the only child. I got two sisters, but they were younger than me by at least 13 years. You see what I'm saying? So by the time my sisters came, I was almost a teenager and adult. My little sister came. I had a son already. You feel me? I had a child when my little sister was. My son is older. <laughs> my son is older than my younger sister by at least three, four years or something like that. Hey, don't judge me. Hey, I was a little fast. I couldn't keep myself still. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I jumped off there and been doing what I wanted to do and I paid for it. I love my son to death. I love my baby. But at the end of the day, what I'm saying is and, and when you come to families and people that got multiple kids, and when they get to that dynamic with the favoritism and all that, and a lot of people don't hide it and people try to go about showing it, what it does is it causes secret competition between the siblings. These siblings, and then they'll get to the mother, they'll get to the mother of the family or, the, or their mother, and they would say, 
well, you did such and such for this one. Why you don't give me the same thing? Oh, I feel that you love this person more than me. But kids see these now. Don't get it twisted now. Some people that play on the emotion that try to play that game. But on the flip side of it, there's a lot of truth to that. And at the same time, the parents knowingly or unknowingly cause a secret rift between the kids. Now you got a competition because this kid might be a scholar getting all A's and B's and this one struggling to make it. But you're not looking at why this child is struggling to make it. We look at it as, oh, oh well, why you can't be like your sister? Your sister, they don't give me no trouble. But now you're causing a secret envy against the, from the little, between the little kid and the older sibling. Now you're causing that rift because they see the favoritism. Then that's where the black sheep syndrome coming at. And oh, that is real. Oh, that black sheep, that black sheep syndrome is real. That's real. That's a real thing. I see how people do it. And then you just becoming that person, the, the younger kid take that in their mind, and that's how they feel less than. But you never stop to look at why this child is not catching on like their sister. Everybody's different. If you got multiple kids, every kid needs different attention, different love, different time. Some kids catch on quick to this, but they're slower in something else. You don't never balance your kids against kids that cause problems because where that other kid is strong they can help the other weak kid and where that other kid that's supposed to be the scholar is weak the slower kid probably stronger in that area so they can balance off each other but that don't work what they do is oh they talk about this show the accolades put all the trophies but the other kid never bring that but you're just showing it there and 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 sometimes you could be doing things you don't know you just proud to be that. But in the family dynamic, a lot of families, some of the most hurt comes from within the people that's close to you in the church. The church is coming up next. I'm, I'm going to deal with that. A lot of people ain't going to agree. A lot of people ain't going to like it. And that's fine. That's cool. I'm cool with it. But a lot of hurt comes from inside of the family and the closeness to you. Family, if you want to know why a lot of people don't come to the cookout and do certain things, it's the hurt and the way you treat certain people. Because when you get to family, family is nothing, is no different from church, sororities, or anything else. They got cliques. This auntie and this auntie hang together. This auntie and that auntie, this uncle and that uncle hang together, but they don't deal with them. Families is breakup of cliques. And the hierarchy of the family is somebody, and the black mother in the family is like Jesus. She can't never be questioned, no matter how wrong she is. She can be wrong as two left shoes, but nobody questioned her. And then she got her foot soldiers so trained that they would believe her wrong and if you say so, you better talk about my mama don't talk about my mama don't talk about mama they will fight and kill you for their mama even though their mama wrong their mama can be wrong as two left shoes but they will kill you for their mama and, their, and her wrongness like she's above reproach so when you get to the fairly dynamics of how people treat other people in the family like I said you know, it's the favoritism thing that goes around heavily. The 
if you're supposed to be the scholar or the or the um or the person that um that they think or deem that's supposed to be the successful one, then everybody like you, everybody come to your cookout, everybody view you as this, that, and the third. But family pick and choose who to support, who to deal with, and they justify it with every nonsense or every BS answer they can come up with. They would just, they can come if, like say for instance, if you're a person that's on their likable list, they would visit you and the person that, and it might be a person in the other family that's not that not too high on their likable list can live 15 minutes away. Everybody would go to this person's house, but nobody venture off to the other person's house. Make it make sense. But if everybody family, why everybody can't pull something together and everybody come and enjoy themselves together? But no, 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 no. It's a division and a rip. But not knowing. So, how, so okay, let's do this like this. So how that person who lived 10, 15 minutes away is supposed to feel? My whole family is up here, wherever they at or wherever they doing, and they're up the street at somebody else's house. Nobody picked the phone up, nobody reached out, but we supposed to be a family. So that so the other person is supposed to feel no type of way or feel slighted or anything. But see, it's the little subtle things that people do and everybody think that it's okay and cool and they'll ride with it, not understanding or caring how it affects somebody else. Now, it's supposed to be your family now. This ain't no friends or nobody in the street. This is supposed to be your family. And not only that, let's go back a little bit. Growing up, when I grew up, a lot of the older people just said whatever. Said whatever. And you know, growing up where I came from, you know, the, 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 the Baptist church and all that there, they would hit you with the Bible to insult you. And they got the slick mouth to say what they want. And hear me, hear me when I say this. I'm not saying I'm Billy, excuse my French, Billy badass. I can beat everybody, I'm willing to fight. But listen what I'm saying. Respect go both ways. I'm not with that honor thy mother, thy father, and the person can just jump you off and say whatever you want. I know people that go through things right now for what family members said to them as kids, calling them fat, calling them ugly, calling them black. And these people still deal with them things, feeling less than an option, not loved, not supported. And people still deal with that in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. And people just get away with it like, oh, I didn't know. Yeah, you know, because you don't care. You, back when I, the older generation, and it's dwindling out because hell, most of the older folks are dying out or ain't around no more. But they had the itis of the slick mouth where they can say whatever. It would crush people's feelings, people's dreams. It would crush you. And they didn't care. Hell, I think mental health was big back then. <laughs> because they were a lot of broken folks that just broke people. Say what they want, make people feel away, and didn't even care. Oh, you fat, you ugly, and God forbid if you were a teen pregnancy. Oh man, forget about it. You were an afterthought. You were nothing. You disgraced the family, or you, whatever the case may be. Now hear me when I say this. I had a kid early. But I didn't have that issue. My parents accepted it and, you know, they wasn't the happiest people. 
or what you're going to do. Understanding that if a person have a child at a teenage, early at any age, the embarrassment for that person and whatever they got to go through is already there. Yeah, we can have that conversation, but me personally, I don't feel there's a need to keep kicking a person when they're going through what they're going through. Da, 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 da. You embarrass the family, or you was raised. There. Okay, no matter how a person is raised or whatever they believe, okay, we all was raised away and got belief that did some things that didn't line up with the belief. Don't get it twisted. Most people at a certain age experience sex. Everybody just don't get pregnant. Okay. Well, it's not the end of the world, but I don't think a person should be crucified for that. Yeah, it's a big step and things can happen. And also, a person still can be successful with support and making things happen. That's not the end of a person's life. But we make a person feel so bad and low. Now, if you continue doing the same thing, now, whoa, 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 that's a different ballgame. But we make people feel so bad and so low. Like you wasn't there before. Like you wasn't there. Like you, you, like you did everything right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's one of the biggest things that I have, the issue that I take with older people in the family and stuff like. Good advice is good advice. But you can't tear people down like you never was out there. You, you was in the juke joint backing it up before juvenile. You were dropping like it's hot before Nelly. So don't act like you wasn't out here trying to learn and figure it out. People gonna make mistakes. I'm a father, I got two kids, two boys, I got young sisters. And trust me, I try to talk to them, but at some point I understand some things they just gonna have to feel. It's unfortunate, but some things they got to feel. And that's just that. But you can't get to a level where you're looking down on people because you feel as though all the dirt and the skeletons that you got never made it to the surface or never got pulled out. Like you more holier than thou that you can just crap on people and make people feel away. No, that don't work like that because the family dynamic is supposed to be family, love, support. Yeah, we're going to have them tough conversations but we support you and build you up, not to stump you in your grave or stump you down. And the thing about it, you're supposed to make somebody feel like that, but then they're supposed to want to come to your birthday dinner or Thanksgiving or the 4th of July cookout. Why? To be looked at as the black sheep or make feel bad? Why would I come around and waste my time to entertain people that's supposed to love me and care about me, that I love, but that don't give a damn about me? Even with your family, you have to have boundary. Hell, you got to have boundary with your parents. Because at the end of the day, this family thing in the name family, I don't know, it just seems like it's dwindling down because family treats you worse than strangers. And like I say, we got this, uh, in my family, I mean, I don't care if they listen to this, this fine, I hope they do. It's a hierarchy where a couple of people at the top that make decisions and everybody share the same brain and they pick and choose whatever the case may be. And at the end of the day, it's not right because 
people have things in families and don't invite certain people or an in-law or somebody of the family have something but they only invite certain people in the family and don't invite first and foremost you're not going to dictate my family like that if my whole family is not invited I'm not coming you're not going to pick and choose who comes somewhere because at certain times a few certain people have certain things and it's not a legit reason why you don't invite certain people okay it's your thing if you don't like certain people okay that's fine but as an adult you can sit down and have that conversation with that person and y'all can make amends with that but i understand also that there's some people even in your family that y'all ain't gonna never see eye to eye i can respect that i can respect that but if you never had that level of that conversation or anything with somebody how can you stand there and say that though because even in life or in the family or outside the family, there's people that don't like people, they can't even tell you why. They don't know why they don't like that person. They do not know why they don't like that person. And it's in the family now. But like I said, at the end of the day, in, 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 in most of these family dynamics, most of these people claim to be the most religious people around and go to church every Sunday, roll on the floor, they'll get on you if you don't pay your 10% or whatever the hell they're supposed to be and then they would come at you after they go to church and raise and praise and roll on the floor and cry and all that and all out and still be in the same position they've been in 15 years ago because they got an evil spirit then they'll come back to you and want to chastise you and talk down to you you need to go to church why well I need to go there if I see how you go there and you and the people that you go and that's what y'all do and how y'all treat people where the hell I'm going there for what are they going to teach me? How to be evil like you? What is it going to teach me? You go to church every Sunday and going to sing, I'm going to treat everybody right and come around and treat people like garbage. And treat people like garbage in your family. Y'all never forget, man, I was on... Um, I had a good friend, and um, and um, me and her was we were serious. We were talking and with that, and my family had a get together or whatever. And um, my family had a get together, and we was having a conversation about it. And I was like, "Yo, I ain't going because I don't like how my family do certain things and treat certain people or whatever." And she was like, "Huh?" And she like got offended. I'm like, "Huh?" And I was confused, man, you know, and I'm like, okay. And as days go on, because behind it, I didn't get into the whole depth, you know, my family slighted me on some stuff and I didn't like it. And and trust me, I'm a grown man. If I don't like something and I don't like how you treat me and I don't feel you being fair, I'm not gonna go around that situation. And that's me and I'm cool with that. And she, every other day she would ask me, you change your mind? No. And, and, I, and I would get frustrated because I'm like, why the hell are you trying to make me go somewhere that I told you to a degree that I was slighted? I don't felt that it was right. Oh, well, what did God say? I said, what? I said, I tell you what, I'm not going. And you can stop asking me. And she just gone, and she was offended. And she, uh-uh. and she tried to make me feel bad about not going to something that I knew I was slighted with going. See, this is how you got to watch people. You got to watch people. 
people that claim they whatever they want to claim, and I'm not here to disrespect nobody, but people that claim whatever they want to claim, they'll tell you stuff that, oh, you should go somewhere, oh, let's do what's right. But I'm going to go somewhere and do what's right with the people that's not even doing right from the start. How's going? How that make sense? I'm a free thinker. I'm a free thinker, and I'm clear, and I'm fair. But if somebody already got some shady stuff going on, and they invite you somewhere, why would you carry your happy ass down there knowing there's some shady business from the start and knowing they ain't going to treat you right or didn't have the intention to treat you right and you let somebody talk you into going? Now, the person that's talking you into going, they're not experiencing this, but they're going to be sleeping well in their bed, scratching their ass or whatever they're doing, and you're going to be down there getting treated unfair, getting your self-esteem or whatever you got going on, getting shot down, getting treated like an outsider. All that to go with somebody say, man, I wish the hell I might. I stand on my own. I stand on my own. I stand on my own, man. And more people got to stand on their own. Just because your family is your family, that don't mean you have to be a part. You can love them from a distance. And you don't have to feel guilty about it. It's, I had uh, a conversation with my, uh, one of my uncles or somebody. He's like, oh, somebody asked about you. I ain't here for a while. I, I tell them I ain't here for me a while. And I said, yeah, tell them you didn't call me in a while. Yeah, put the onus back on them because they will put it at, as though you don't reach out to them. Well, here, you call everybody else, you, whatever, you can call me. You feel me? So don't level let people, because they got that guilt thing and family's bad. Well, you don't come around the family no more. You don't, well, the family don't come around me. Dealing with the family dynamic is hell. Families are got issues with broken people, mental health, issues that they didn't solve and things that they didn't handle, and they project it down and down and down. And some people don't stand up to it, and they just get sucked up into it, and they follow that trend, and all that do is take you down, 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 and you got a bunch of lost people calling themselves leaders or something. I'm not here to say I got all the answers. I, I clearly don't. But what I am saying is I'm going to talk about what I know and what I do. I never proclaim to be an accountant or anything that I don't know. Anybody that know me on a personal level or have a conversation with me, I am the first person to tell you I don't know something. But we can look it up. We definitely can look it up. We can look it up. But if I don't know, I don't know. You can't make me feel bad for not knowing something. I don't know everything and never claim to and don't want to. But at the same time, as family, we got to do better. We got to have these uncomfortable conversations. We got to stop telling these lies and these secrets and stop sweeping stuff under the rug. And we got to flatten that rug out and have these conversations. And then, and then we can come together as a family like we supposed to and have these honest conversations and accept accountability for the actions and the deed that you have done for the hurt that you put on somebody knowingly and unknowingly and I'm not here to say some things that people said to people in the family that they know that it hurt them knowingly or unknowingly that's why I'm on one, one of my biggest thing is if you say something to me and not even if I feel offended I don't understand where you're coming from with it I'm going to pull you to the side and ask you yo yo I mean we've been chopping it up earlier and you said something I'm going to give you an opportunity to explain to me what you mean by what you said now, back before, I didn't go straight up. Yo, what the, what, what the F do you mean? Like, yo, excuse me? You want to go outside? But I mean, nah. 
I'm more like, yo, I'll give you a chance to explain what you mean by that. And I said what you mean by that, and then we get a clear understanding because oftentimes you may not mean it the way I'm taking it. But before I go to zero to 100, I'm going to put you to the side like I'm a man and have that conversation. Okay, my apology. I'm glad I put you to the side because of the fact that the matter, I thought you meant something like this, but that's not what you said. I appreciate that. We shake hands and we keep it moving. But also in the family dynamic, you need people that stand up and call call things out. If something is right, you need to tell somebody that's right or something is wrong. And you definitely say, yo, 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 man, yo, how you did that there? That ain't right, man. Family don't operate like that, man. You got to fix that today. But so oftentimes, things in family go around unsaid, unscathed, and people can know people wrong, but they'll say it under their breath. Then why not say it out loud? But everybody just want to be quiet. Well, I mean, you're not doing... Yeah, it got something to do with you because it affects the family. It affects the family. But like I said, it's my perspective, man. You know what I'm saying? This is my that's excuse me, this is my perspective on the family and how do we get back to the thing that called family? A togetherness, a closeness, a realness, true love, acceptance, forgiveness. Because you can't have nothing without forgiveness. I'm sorry. You know, people want to hold on to stuff. Some things you just got to make peace with. That person, I had a conversation and let it go. And so many people holding on to hurt and stuff that they holding on to that a person doesn't forgive and they don't have the conversation, let it go. And there's some things that you people need to have a conversation for closure or whatever. And unfortunately, some conversation might not never happen. So on the other side of that, you might have to make peace with that and let it go because the person might have been unpassed away or whatever the case may be. But one of my biggest thing is, like I said not too long ago, if someone, I don't care who it is, your mother, your father, your boss, your whoever, I got, I teach my kids, I say anybody, if someone offend you or make you feel a way, today is Monday, try to have that conversation, but calm down before you go to 100 and want to go off, get out your emotions, get out your feelings, sit down for a second, let it cool down, like you know when you're cooking, you turn that part off or turn it to one, let it simmer down and cool down. Then you go to that person and have that conversation when you logically. And then you say, yo, you know, we had a conversation earlier, like I just said earlier, blase, whatever the case would be. What you said may have offended me or rubbed me the wrong way. What did you mean by that? Whatever the case would be. And go from there. Because I tell people all the time, you try not to carry Monday issues into Tuesday because Tuesday got their own issues. And when you start to add on trouble and conversation and stuff that you hold in, because think about it. If I hold Monday and Tuesday issue with this person and say something, I'm feeling away, this person, I don't deal with that, and then I do all that Monday, then Tuesday I deal with that. If I got a wife or kids or anybody, an innocent person can get all that weight because if they do the last thing that break the camel, the scroll to break the camel back, I'm exploding that person, and I'm wrong for exploding that person. Yeah, they did what they say to offend me, but I didn't get. They don't deserve all that, 
because I didn't excuse, I didn't get that out at that time. So I'm just holding and holding and holding. And they did the last thing that blew me up and I went over on them. And I'm wrong for that. I'm wrong for that. And people do it often. That's why I always tell people it's imperative that you get off your chest and Monday stuff. I am not going to bed tonight with a conversation I should have. The only way I didn't catch that person something cap, but you best believe early Tuesday morning, I'm going to have that conversation. Either I'm going to have that conversation or I got to eat that and make peace with that and look for something and look out for the next time we have a conversation. But I'm not going to bring up from that last time because I cleared that out. But we're going to have that conversation if they ever happen again. That's my thing, man. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to handle the issue at times. So many times people let things linger over. And it caused them to explode on the wrong person or explode on the wrong time. Have that uncomfortable conversation. I'm not saying I, I'm a confrontational person, but I don't mind having an uncomfortable I, I didn't always did now. I used to run from it myself. But now I welcome an uncomfortable conversation. I welcome an uncomfortable conversation because I tried. I, I won't, in these conversations, I have to be logical. I can't be emotional or in my feelings. I have to be logical. And I have to look at the logic and the truth of the situation. And that's just that, man. And that's just that. But the only way the family dynamic, and I know I've been a little long on this one that I know I'm one, and I apologize for that. But I appreciate y'all for rocking with me who made it to the end of this. But the only way the family dynamic will get back to where it should be originally because I was going to have issues. That's, that's life. People are different. We always going to have issues and lashes and stuff. But we got skills to handle things. And we got people that call things out. Nah, man, that ain't right. Let's make that right. Pushing things to make it right. Had that conversation. That's your sister. That's your brother. That's your niece, your nephew. Love on that person. They going through a hard time. Don't just cut them off. Love on them. Love. Love on them, man. They need that love and support. Hey, man, listen, I don't agree what you did, young brother. But listen, man, you ain't got to do it that way. We can do it another way, man. You got support. Let's try doing it like this, man. You done fall. Get yourself up. Dust yourself off. And let's try it this way, my brother. And that's that. Before the time you're ready, oh, that, 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 that person ain't one. That ain't going to never be done, man. Hell with them, man. Nah, man. We can't keep throwing people away, man. I get it. It's not easy. But if it's easy, we all have been doing it. It's tough. But like I said, I'm going to make a part two on this, man. But the next thing I'm coming up soon is going to be the church, man. I don't have a problem with the church. I really don't. But I look at it as it's some things that hold us back as a people with the church and the way they teaching and the way things going but that's just my opinion you know what I'm saying but I ain't here to this is never to attack or disrespect nothing or nobody but like I say man y'all know who it is man it's the great one we gonna have a great week man you know time go back this Sunday coming up man we gonna have longer days shorter nights it's gonna be a great week because we great remember we always gonna say we great when you listen to this before you go to work when you get up in the morning you tell yourself we great I'm great. I'm great. Because we the great ones. We the great ones, baby. I appreciate everything, man. I love y'all. I appreciate the support. The numbers are great, man. I appreciate it. And I never... I never even dreamed or thought that this would take off like this, man, to be honest with you. I was just... 
in the place, man. Like I said, I made my first podcast sitting on the floor, man. Sitting on the floor in the apartment, man. So like I said, man, I'm grateful, man. I say that to say, man, anybody can do what you need to do, man, to be successful or whatever you need to be, man, or whatever you want to do or you're inspiring to do, man, you can do it, man. Like I always say, I ain't been to college. I'm from the country, man. I don't speak proper English. I know some of y'all probably be like, huh? But I don't speak proper English. But I turned on the mic and took a chance, man. And I'm grateful for the most high to bless me to bless somebody. I just hopefully this message can bless somebody. We can get families on track and get love back in families and just get things back. And to the family that's doing it the right way and trying to get it right, I appreciate it. I love y'all. I hope y'all keep pushing and doing that thing the right way. Like I said, man, we're having a great week, man. Everything going to be great. Nothing perfect, but we're going to be great. Little hiccups come, but we ain't worrying about that. We dust off, we get back up, and we're going to try again, man. But like I said, support. The supporters are great, man. I appreciate it. I love all y'all, man. I take none of this for granted, man. I take none of this for granted. But like I said, man, y'all know who it is. It's a great one, man, and we out.